The One Piece live action was good. Let's talk about it. All right, so now this being the uh, first episode of the podcast talking about uh, live actions and them actually being good might already get me some flack on this show, but you know what? I think it needs to be talked about. It's kind of uh, going on right now. Um, just dropped not too long ago. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix, the live action One Piece. And uh, I just had a few just kind of thoughts and opinions on it. One thing I do have to say is I was impressed um, being... Being an anime watcher, as most of you are, um, we've seen a lot, a lot of terrible live actions. In fact, I go as far as to say is there really hasn't been a good one. If I were to put any that I was okay with, the uh, Alita Battle Angel wasn't terrible. And, I mean, the, you're kind of pushing it on anything else. Uh, while there have been shows that have taken creative freedom to kind of make a better show most of the time they are trying to condense a 12 to 24 episode season into a movie and try to essentially say hey this is just as good as the thing and not only is it not as good it's usually a dumpster fire dumpster fire if if you will um so yeah live action and anime is not really a good fit and one of the big things about that is because anime is such a media that it can create the silly oh 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 my god all the all the funny noises to the literally cartoon effects of the characters one piece being one of the big big animation styles to do that um (laughs) when you're talking about a show that is such a unique art style that has gone on for thousands of episodes that has made its own own footprint in literally the history of anime uh, to kind of take that on as a live action was already kind of suicide. Um, but to my surprise watching it, they they broke kind of the uh, the trend. The, uh, the bad trend of making bad shows. Now, of course, there's probably some people either watching this or have opinions that, of course, that it was terrible. But I'd like to say the few things that I found impressive about the show. One, not only did they get the actual author of One Piece to come in and take over and kind of give some new ideas and everything to make the show. So he was actually involved in it. So obviously that was a great start. Two, it was amazing casting. Which, of course, doesn't always save the show, because, for example, William Defoe as Ryuk in Death Note, amazing casting, terrible movie, absolutely terrible. Um, but the casting, especially for Zeph and Buggy the Clown, oh my gosh, phenomenal. They did, they knew exactly what they were looking for, they stuck to it, and it was probably also because they had the author with them to kind of go over that. Uh, but... You have good casting, you have the author there, but I think one of the big things, because obviously One Piece, again, a very, very unique art style of an anime. It's not the typical Dragon Ball Z, it's not your typical just ora ora punch action, it's weird, it's different animation, and the way that they went with this show 
they made it as CGI comically... I don't even know how to put it. They did such a good job, though, with Luffy's animations and... Shoot, the the buggy, the clown fight was amazing with all the pieces flying around, just like in the original anime, original manga, in a live format. It's very hard, I think, to create cartoons in live action. And that's one of the big problems about live action films using anime as their as their originality. And for one piece, I feel like they went more like how they did with, if anybody of you have seen it, the uh, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or um, even The Mask with Jim Carrey. They did animation to these humans, to real live actors, in a way where, yes, it's comical, yes, it's funny and you're not doing it, but it wasn't so overly done to be serious as much as it was, oh, we're just doing this. Um, of course, we could talk about the abomination of the Dragon Ball Z abridged or the JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. And when we go either of those, they try too hard to make it their own scene, like to make it feel like, oh, this is real. They, they almost try so much to make it feel like it's a Marvel movie than it is an anime. And that's one of the big differentiations, I think, is... With a film like a Marvel film or DC or whatever, really, anything with like characters that have superheroes that were comic books first, because we're just talking about powers coming over that we're going into that mind of how that is, that's a lot more easier to wrap around and just see that as normal. It's easy to see, okay... Tony Stark, Iron Man flying in a metal suit, cool. Superman flying, cool, whatever. With anime specifically, the hard thing is that even when you're watching an anime that isn't One Piece or isn't an action or a shonen or anything like that, anime still uses cartoon-esque themes to make their characters do things unnaturally. Um, be it just for comic relief, the way that they might go into like a cartoon mode, the, or like freak out, or somebody walked in and they and they just start freaking out. They do things that are almost more Looney Tune cartoon esque than just this is a comic book. Because in all reality, if it never hit anime format, if we took something like a manga or a uh, light novel, especially. Where all we have to go off of is actual just pictures and some words. I won't say that the live actions would be better, but it wouldn't be so harsh punch in the face trying to watch them. It'd be a little cringy still, obviously. But as far as the way that we're used to seeing these characters, we've fallen in love with these characters... We've fallen in love with them in these goofy goofy mannerisms that they do that only anime is really good at capturing. So I do have to give kudos to this live-action One Piece because everything from the casting to 
They they did it over eight episodes, which was extremely smart. They didn't try to rush or condense anything, but still managed to capture pretty much the good portion of the first season of One Piece. And left it open to a second season, which honestly, I don't watch when it comes out. It was not terrible. But I think they, for the first time, at least Netflix uh, (laughs) live actions, which they have kind of the worst trend of them, um... They listened to us. They kind of, uh, kind of t- took a a note from us of, hey, this is not what we want. It's not. We're not really looking for another abridged of something just for it to be an abridged. If anything, if we're gonna want to watch something, we want to see it not just done well, but we want to see it as close to our format as possible. So, one, doing it as a TV show was a great call. An absolutely phenomenal call. They didn't try to condense anything. They didn't try to push to have every single arc in there as soon as they can. Um, Attack on Titan was another one where the Attack on Titan one wasn't as terrible. The uh, Titans were super goofy looking. But they at least split it up, and I think kind of with that thought in mind of how that flowed better they did this better having the author there of course to kind of give new ideas and thoughts on things that he had never done before was also a great idea and i cannot stress it if you haven't seen it the casting of buggy the clown and zeph are phenomenal buggy the clown especially that fight like, I was watching the entire show, and I was like, okay, this isn't bad. I'm watching it with my wife, and she's like, okay, this isn't terrible. We're kind of having a good time. It's a good vibe, whatever. And then the fight comes, the buggy, the, the clown fight. And I was so ready to be cringed when he starts splitting into all of his pieces and throwing his body around, and they're supposed to catch it in the chest and all that good stuff. But it it felt so, like, not real, but, like, it was believable. Like, it was so well done that I was like, dude, like, it was an actual interesting fight. And it was cool, funny to watch. Um, I do think that they did a good job, too, on the animations of Luffy himself. Um, I will say he was the only one, as far as casting... That threw me off, and it was just because his accent. We're so used to that. I'm monkey do like the 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 super like shrill monkey do Luffy who comes down, whose voice actress in English is the same as Urza in Fairy Tale. It's just she's a very talented girl and has this very unique voice for monkey. So of course, getting used to different voices was a little harsh. Um, but I mean, that's going to be in anything. It's dubbed a sub. There's some reasons that we like dubbed anime over subbed or sub versus dub because of actors. Um, so besides Monkey to Luffy, because his accent to me was, it was I wasn't expecting it. Um, he was phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, it was just hard to hear him as Monkey to Luffy, not him act as Monkey to Luffy, but to hear it. But after like two or three episodes, that kind of went down. But I guess what I'm really saying is if you haven't watched it, I would still give it the chance just to kind of uh, give faith, I guess, more into uh, 
live action anime. I do think one thing that live action animes and studios could do to improve on live action anime is instead of going for mainstream animes like Dragon Ball Z, uh, One Piece, uh, Attack on Titan, instead of going for mainstream anime, why don't we see it more towards the light novel side? Um, I think shows like Erased or... um, uh, I mean... Oh, uh, uh, psychopaths, things like that, where it's more of either like a mystery or there's still some action. There's different things that go on, but they're formats that we are kind of used to in live action kind of settings. We're kind of used to like in the terms of psychopaths, we're used to Blade Runner. We're used to, um, shoot. Now we're used to cyberpunk. Like, I mean, we're used to different things like a, a show like psychopaths created into an actual live action format would be phenomenal especially if they had a team working on it like this team with one piece where you get the author or even if you can't get the author you get people together who actually enjoy that show and want to work hard in creating that show in the live format not just trying to make money and i feel like that is one of the reasons it doesn't work so well in live action is you have a lot of people who see, okay, mainstream anime, boom. Uh, two or three famous actors, boom. Money. And us as the actual anime fans are like, you gotta be kidding me. That's crazy. Um, I'm sure everybody who watched the Death Note is just like, like, traumatized almost from that. It's so, so cringe and so bad. Um, then they changed so much of the things we loved about the show, like, just oh my gosh just are the main characters or especially light light and l light being complete an idiot which is not like the anime at all he's actually a very very intelligent man uh young man if you will and l just being this like oh i know he done it type character was like so cringe so cringe again William Defoe, though, as Ryuk, was phenomenal. I'm not going to even lie. I was super impressed. He was a well... It was... Yes, he was pretty much acting as the Green Goblin from Spider-Man, but that was pretty much Ryuk in the anime as well. Uh, <laughs> just this this uh, terrible demon on your shoulder. Anyways, backtracking back to the One Piece, though. I was impressed with it. I do suggest anybody who has Netflix or has the capability to at least check it out. Um... It was a nice thing. And I would say, again, my biggest takeaway from everything from it is I really do think that live action could be a cool format for anime in the sense of a show, light novel, manga that fit more of the live action setting. We, again, watch a lot of animes and it's it's still a Japanese-style cartoon, so there's a lot of cartoonish cartoonish mannerisms that you can't capture so if you did a more serious setting like a race where you're trying to do a murder mystery and you're trying to go back and past or if you did psychopaths where you're trying to your detectives that have to put it into people before they commit a crime or i mean the list can kind of go on and on but there are shows that in live action would be fine that studios aren't doing 
I think they need to get away from mainstream and bring back, especially, again, I bring Psychopaths because it's also older. Like, that would be kind of cool to see this new thing brought back up. Not like Cowboy Bebop, which I thought was going to be good. I honestly did. Except for they they tried their best to execute it. If they had executed Cowboy Bebop almost as its own new thing, like a reboot with the same characters, I actually think that would have been better. Still keep the ending, still keep the characters, but instead of trying to do the exact same missions that they went on, because Cowboy Bebop was such a collage of different little missions and really only the last couple episodes really tie everything together, it would have been a lot cooler to just have them do new missions. Like, to me, Cowboy Bebop was like Firefly or Serenity, and they could have done that. They could have just had, okay, we I love these characters. They're doing these random missions. Okay, cool, here's the high stakes. And then towards the end, you kind of start tying it all back, and that would have been fine. But I digress. I'm not the actual director, and this is how it's going. But that's my opinions, and that's kind of all I have for today. I uh, just want to kind of talk about that because I know that a lot of love people online are right now kind of want to also throw in my hat and opinion on it uh but let me know in the comments kind of what you think um and let me know if you have any uh anime ideas that would have been great in live action but uh that's all for for let's talk we talk for this week and we'll tune into uh anime trending stay tuned on anime trending we have coming in number one jobless reincarnation for its second season it's been a phenomenal show entirely. If you haven't started the show, definitely go watch it. It's a great take on it, Isekai. Number two is My Happy Marriage, streaming on Netflix. A uh, very interesting take on a love rom-com. Not really rom-com, more mystery. Um, but very, very good show as well. It's streaming on Netflix. And number three, we have Bleach making its comeback from... It's been years since we've seen Bleach. And it's good to see it getting some recognition right now. That's our top three. Moving on to our bottom three. Coming in at four, five, and six, we have the girl. I like forgot her uh, her glasses. <laughs> uh, very funny, just a little cheesy. Um, if you liked uh, 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 Comey Doesn't Know How to Communicate, you'll probably enjoy this show. Um, coming in at number five, probably one of my favorites going on this season is Zom 100. Uh, guy basically is beat down in his job. And is enjoying the zombie apocalypse because it means he doesn't have to go to work. I think we can all relate to that. And coming in at number six is the uh, Seven Spellblades. Uh, it's it's I've just started this show. Very interesting plot. Already kind of pulls you in. If you like action and you're kind of looking for something fresh, definitely worth the watch. Um, and that's our anime trending for this week for the top six. And we'll catch you guys later.